Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, hosted by certified coaches Elizabeth and Sebastian Richard. Elizabeth is a Christian life and leadership coach, branding consultant, and busy mompreneur. Sebastian is a Christian speaker, Bible teacher, author, and leadership expert. Together, they help today's committed believers to dig deeper in their knowledge and walk with God in order for them to grow and climb higher in life and leadership. If you want to dig even deeper, make sure to visit thrivingonpurpose.com for more free resources and content. Okay, so the leadership dance. What exactly is the leadership dance? Well, when you have the privilege of leading people, when God puts you in a position where you are blessed enough to have people who are willing to follow you, you have to know how to dance. And what do I mean by that? Is you have to know the leadership dance. All successful leaders know the leadership dance, whether uh, consciously or unconsciously. Because you cannot be a successful leader unless you know how to dance, how, how to uh, be a smooth dancer in the leadership dance. So a leader who knows the leadership dance and successfully dances will avoid conflicts and drama. That's one thing. Number two, he's going to empower the people on his team. Number three, and very important, he's going to avoid energy depletion. And we're going to see all this as we see the leadership dance. Number four, he's going to get results faster. So the leader who's good at dancing is going to get results faster. Number five, he's going to solidify his leadership and influence. And number six, and that's so important, he's going to win the hearts of those he leads. And so this podcast is a very good topic for parents that are leading their children and also for people that are building a team. So whether you're in network marketing um, or direct sales, you're building a team, you'll want to get these points because it's absolutely essential absolutely when you're essential. building a team. Absolutely. And it is also applicable mm -hmm. to leaders who are positional leaders who are trying mm -hmm. to be good positional leaders so if you're working at a company and you have a department under you uh, you're gonna have to be a good dancer as well the position doesn't make the leader the leader makes the position so successful dancing is all about rhythm timing and flow and notice how successful leadership is also about rhythm timing and flow so the leadership dance is very similar to actual dancing. So uh, the way we wrote this down, it's fun because it's really about, you know, when you're following a dance course, when you're learning to dance, they tell you how to step, huh? one step behind, one step beside. So that's the way we phrased it here. So number one of the leadership dance is one step in front, one step in front. So what do we mean by that? Well. As a leader, sometimes you will be called to take the lead. So you'll be one step in front of your team, showing the way, going the way, doing the thing, and showing how it's done and getting them to follow you in the vision, the project, uh, what you're trying to implement, 
for your team. So uh, we've all heard this, or maybe some of you have heard this. Uh, a boss says, go. A leader says, hey, let's go. Yeah, so especially when you're team building, um, you want to be that example of what a leader should do. So you want to, uh, you want to, you know, mimic what that looks like for the person. You want to show them what that looks like. But at the same time, you don't want them to feel that you're so like you're 20 steps ahead and exactly. that they can't follow you. And yeah. that then that's just going to make them feel overwhelmed and discouraged and kind of want to give up. Right. Amen but that. if you're always at a pace and that's why they call it the leadership dance you're always moving forward but you're like saying you know come on with me i'm gonna help you i'm gonna you know be there for you as we do this together so you're moving you're doing that action step and so i've seen many many times in network marketing the opposite i've seen leaders you know recruit a lot not train their people um, in how to do that themselves. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the people just stay and look and go, well, I guess I'm just not a good recruiter. I'm not a good salesperson. I can, I just can't do this. Maybe I'm not cut off for this. And they stick around just because they want to be part of the team and feel like this kinship with everybody. But in reality, they're like, I can never be like that leader because they're like driving a Ferrari and I'm still in my little Toyota trying to catch up. Right. Yeah. And that's figurative. And also it's realistic because, um, when you're one step, like she said, one step ahead, people see you. You're not like five miles ahead where they, they yeah. lose sight of you and they're like, uh, uh, what do I do? They're eating your dust and they just don't know what they're <laughs> doing. Like you're, you're the roadrunner and they're just trying to catch up. You don't want the, your team to play catch up. You want to be just one step ahead so they can follow one step at a time. So one step in front. Number two, Liz. So the number two is step beside. Participate, listen and even get your hands dirty. So what do we mean by that? So when you step beside as a leader, you're walking alongside your team members. So you're in this together. And that's something we hear a lot these days, right? You're wearing it together. But uh, when you're leading, uh, sometimes you're called to go one step ahead. Most times as a leader, you'll be in one step ahead. But sometimes your team will need you to be Right next to them. Right next to them. So you're going to be stepping beside them, walking with them, participating, listening. And what she's meant by get your hands dirty. I like a leader who's willing to get his hands dirty. And, and I, I was raised a blue collar. Okay. So for since my youth, uh, just recently, I became an official uh, quote unquote white collar. But um, that was like six months ago, seven months ago. And, and, and now I'm a full-time white collar, but I've always had a foot in the blue collar world. And what I loved from my leaders in the blue collar world were those who were willing to get their hands dirty. And I remember one in particular, I was about, geez, I must've been maybe 19 or 20 years old. And my mom had gotten me a job where she worked and I was working in the warehouse in the back and I was working with this man and he was a tremendous leader. And it's funny because the guy had this blue collar job, nine to five. He just managed, he just, he didn't even manage the warehouse. He just did a job in the warehouse, but I was to be trained by him. And what was so great about this man is he was tremendously patient. He explained to me every step of the way and he got his hands dirty. We were doing the same work. 
So uh, we had these orders coming in and I had to go pick the materials and he did the same thing as, as I did. And so I could look and compare and see, am I doing this right? Ask him stuff. He would just, uh, you know, whisper, say, yeah, you're doing great. That's awesome. That's the way we do it. Oh, here you should do it a little differently. So he was getting his hands dirty. He was manipulating the stuff, doing the work that I was doing. I was sweating. He was sweating. And that made me admire him so much. I was like, there's a guy who's got 20 years on me in experience doing this job. And yet he's not afraid to do what I'm doing just to show me how it's done. So he wasn't afraid to, to, to step down a little bit and walk beside me for this time where I was learning everything and just do it with me. So we were doing the same work together. And for me, that left a lasting impression. And you know what? I was willing to sweat and bleed for that guy just because he was willing to do that for me. I was willing to give it back uh, and I did. Yeah, and a great way right now, you know, since everybody's confined at home for work, um, everybody's, you know, discovering the digital world and how to use Zoom and how to use uh, the internet to basically show how to do things. And I think that's a great thing because that can show, you can take that time to say, you know, how can I show this team member how I do things? What does my da daily uh, method of operation look like? Uh, what do I do, you know, when I'm talking to somebody, when I'm talking to a potential customer or client? Um, and show them the process uh, of what it is like to look in on what you're doing so that they can actually learn. Because a lot of people learn through watching others. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes even in, um, you know, business settings, uh, people tell you what to do and they expect you to know what that looks like. And so that's a really uh, great idea now that we have Zoom, we can record ourselves doing certain calls, uh, certain activities, and show our team members what that looks like on a daily basis and how you do it, what you say, what you don't say. Do some role playing with um, your team members so that they can really have a, a clear example of what that looks like. And, and the philosophy of the step aside is a great leader will never ask someone to do something they're not willing to do themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you do it yourself, that really proves that you're an adequate leader, that you're not telling them BS, but that you're actually willing to do that same thing that you're telling them to do. Yeah, and you know, sometimes we need that clarity. You know, I've had some really good conversations with some mentors that have really poured into me and have given me great examples of different things that they did in their home business and what they say to customers, what they say to clients. And uh, sometimes I'm just like, wow, like I never thought to say a certain thing that way on mm -hmm. this kind of topic. Yeah. And so, you know, doing that role playing, you know, what do you say when the person objects to this or says that or, you know, you give them examples and they're able to take that time. Well, that gives you a, a tremendous amount of clarity so that you can say, OK, now I know what to do when this uh, problem arises. Right. And it's funny you mentioned that because uh, Christians, a lot of them, uh, maybe 20 years ago, there was this craze of uh, WWJD uh, uh, bracelets. What would Jesus do bracelets? Yeah. And the power behind those bracelets is so simple. It's like our leader was willing to do these things. When he said love one another, he did it. You know, he exemplified every single thing. So he was... Uh, and, and by the way, Jesus exemplifies all four steps we're going to talk about today. He did all of them. But uh, that particular one is very powerful and potent when it's put in practice by the leader. 
Exactly. And that brings us to number three, one step behind. So to empower, encourage initiative to step up. So so first we had one step in front, second step beside, and now we have one step behind. See, as you guide your team into your vision of what needs to be done, eventually they're starting to get on their own, okay? So you have to get behind them and encourage them and empower them with your words, with your encouragement, with uh, adding value to them, uh, with providing them what they need to get the job done, whether it's knowledge or sometimes equipment, but whatever it is they need, you make sure they get it. So the one step behind is the leader starting slowly to uh, step a little uh, behind. So he was in front of the beginning, then step beside, so you're participating, then you step behind a little bit and you let them go while still coaching and guiding. And of course, uh, good leaders are good motivators, they're good encouragers, and they know how to empower their team. That is so, so crucial. See, uh, if you're going to be a good leader, you're going to need for every word or for every criticism you give someone, you need to have given them four or five um, words of affirmation or positive affirmations, reinforcement, yeah. re reinforcement. So make sure that that dosage is adequate if you're going to lead uh, one step behind. Because if you're going to empower them, in other words, give them the power to move forward because you're behind them, you're like that fuel behind them, that's only going to be done if for every word of criticism, they have four to five words of affirmation. Well done. Thanks. Hey, thanks doesn't, it, it's just one syllable, thanks. It's so short, but it, it can go a long way, that word. And oftentimes, leaders neglect to say it. The yeah. bad ones, I mean. To take, Yeah, to take the time to say, I really appreciate what you just did. You Absolutely. Know, that saves me time, or that makes my life easier, um, or that shows great initiative. You know, yeah, I really or, appreciate you stepping up and doing this, even if I didn't ask you to do it. Yes, or saying, well done. I would not have thought to do it that way. Mm -hmm. See, that's another thing you can say to, to uh, your team members. I wouldn't have thought of doing it that way. Or what a great idea. Or wow, that's a great way to show initiative. There's so many things you can tell people who work with you yeah. to encourage them and empower them and give them that fuel to keep moving forward and to be motivated. Yeah, because you want to build their confidence. If you want, if you want to get to the part where you have total freedom, which is the last step, you have to be able to encourage them and motivate them to uh, become confident. So to build their confidence um, is what they need at this at uh, this stage. So you went from you know showing the way yeah. to, uh, to showing doing it, doing to it doing it with, with them. Okay, and then now you're stepping back and saying, "Look, I'm uplifting you. I'm giving you that confidence that you need, so that you can show up." Because at one point you'll realize that, you know, sometimes when we stay too long behind our leader, we kind of freeze there and we're not in a, in an action step of everything that we've learned. So that's really the the confidence part comes in to play where you say, "You know what? I believe in you. I know you can do this." You know, you, you have what it takes and it's only by doing it and practicing and getting good at it that you're going to become great. So, you know, I we have great uh, leaders on our team. 
and they practice this you know they won't wait for a person to get to a super super high rank they're going to um, if the person isn't you know just started and um, you know is moving forward in their business and you know showing that they're serious and all then they're going to kind of put them a little more in the spotlight so that they practice these skills of communication of getting their eyes seen by other people um, you know and and verbally um, using those skills to communicate to their team so that it shows some authority and that builds confidence by doing that and yeah. it gets rid of the jitters and uh, then they're not so stressed about doing zoom calls or zoom meetings and it's all good right and and if you're a good leader as you take one step behind and, and I and like what I mentioned for the one step ahead the one step behind is one step behind you don't want to be so far behind in the mm -hmm. beginning of those stages where uh, you're you're in, empowering them to move but eventually you're called to step away because a leader's job is not to lead others forever but to forge or form other leaders so eventually you'll be called and you will use you you you'll have the wisdom to know when that time is looking at your team looking at your team different team members you'll be like you know what with joe over here it's time for me to step away that's the final uh, leadership dance step step away so that's when you practically give them free reins to be the leader they become leaders of their uh, on their own strength and capabilities and talents and abilities and when you have that wisdom you know okay now, you know what he's become really really good he doesn't need me anymore I'm just gonna step away now and watch it watch watch the fruit of my investment in time and words and and everything that I've invested in this person to see them become the leader that I knew they could become because finally I'm seeing the image uh, pretty much formed so the stepping away process is so powerful because there's nothing more empowering for someone to know that that their mentor their leader now sees them on, on a the same footing yeah. Uh, so there, uh, I remember John Maxwell said eventually he's, he was talking, and he uh, he was talking about Andy Stanley, and uh, he had mentored Andy Stanley for quite some time, and eventually he said, you know what, you don't you don't need me anymore. Andy Andy kept coming to him. He says, you know as much if, if not more than I do. You don't need me anymore. You're fine. You're you're good, and that's when the leader recognizes. You know what? I've given you, I've invested in you everything you, you need, and I'm stepping away now. I'll still be there if you want to talk. I'm not leaving you forever, but I'm stepping away because I know you're fully capable of handling this on your own. You're, you've got this. That's the leader saying, you've got this. Way to go. Yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know who he is, he's the son of Charles Stanley uh, that has a big ministry, um, very well-known pastor. And Andy Stanley um, specializes in leadership, and he has his own leadership podcast you can find on Apple Podcasts elsewhere as well. And um, so he teaches leadership in the church. And um, so that's really powerful what he just said. And, you know, I think there's a, like, there's a lot of dancing involved. And, you know, there's some people, like I said, um, they need to experience some reins of leadership to build that confidence. And there's other people that are not confident enough just because um, they always are used to having 
their uh, leader kind of looking above them and saying, okay, it's good, you know, it's good. And, and um, they're always looking for that recognition and pat on the back and saying, okay, I know I'm doing the right thing, but that's why at one point it's important to step away yeah. because that person is going to develop their own leadership traits, right? So everybody's made differently and they're gonna add their own flavor. And I think that, you know, especially in the home-based business industry, I think that this is something that leaders have a very hard time with because yeah. there's a sequence to doing things, especially if you're in the sales niche and people, uh, leaders generally want everybody to do exactly, exactly the same process. And yes, there are things that we need to do to follow that are important to get the right results we want. But there's also sometimes, you know, a creativity, innovation um, that's missing that sometimes the leader won't have. And that, you know, uh, by, by building these leaders, um, you're going to find uh, different quality traits, different uh, strengths that they have that they're going to add to the team that are different than you. And you won't discover those things unless you let uh, them lead. So you're going to have to let them lead and step away and let them do their thing and um, and just be open-minded because you're going to see you know positivity. Don't forget you've lifted them up, you've trained them, they know you know what to do, and now is the time for them to shine it's and bring turn. their own strengths yeah. and their own qualities. And that's what I believe makes a beautiful team is to see all the different qualities and strengths. And that's one of the reasons that in a lot of businesses and in a lot of network marketing businesses, sales, whatever, team building, there's a lot of rifts that happen where when that person develops their own wings, let's say, becomes this eagle that wants to fly off the mountain by themselves, um, then the leader's like, no, no, you can't do it that way. So I, as long as you do it my way, you can stay in the team, but then now you want to do something a bit different and I'm not comfortable with that, go do it on your own team. And then there's a riff. And so you're going after building new teams, but basically what you want to do is clone yourself. You just want to create yeah. your own clone and only the clones will stay a part of the team. And I think that that's losing flavor to a strong team. I think that one, I've seen really big thriving teams and I can tell you every one of these leaders what their strengths are and what their qualities are because they all shine differently. And that's only because the leaders were able to know when it was important for themselves to step back and let the person develop those strengths and qualities all along applying the essentials of what they know to doing the business. That's awesome, I love that. And here's another thing, when, when you see another leader that, that you've mentored come into their own, and become a leader and that you've you've stepped away and and they shine now if you're even wiser if 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 you if you go one step further <laughs> let's call it one step further this thing you can now learn from them because they're gonna they're gonna yeah. do things like she said differently they're gonna do new things that maybe you never even considered and they're gonna say hey hey you know what Sebastian here's what I learned you know you taught me this I did it this way and here's the result I got and then you go like, oh, that's interesting. I think I'm going to try that. So that it becomes such a, an interesting thing when you see someone you've mentored become so good at what they do, so good in their own lane, that they can now teach you stuff. Yeah. That that's the reward. That's the reward of the leadership dance when it is properly applied and when there's rhythm, when there's flow, when there's timing, and when you do it well. 
the ultimate reward is that you will now benefit from these relationships. They will add value to you. Exactly. And I've seen, you know, great mentors have uh, leaders that they built actually accomplish even more than what they 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 did they accomplished themselves they actually excelled even more and i think that's so rewarding to say that you had a part in that and uh, like sebastian says it's so important because uh, you're going to learn different things that's going to help your business because like i said everybody has their own strengths so you know you might be building a leader that has a strength that you don't have that's more of a weakness and you're going to say you know what that makes a lot of sense to apply apply things this way yeah. that's going to help me as well so don't be afraid to learn also from your leaders because um you know it's not because you've trained them into certain steps of the business that you know you're all high and mighty that you can't learn from them as well Amen to that. so i hope that this podcast has blessed you um, I'd love to hear in the comments what you think of uh, this topic. Have you experienced uh, different things like that with your um, leaders? Have there been times where you just want to pull your hair out because, you know, people were leaving the team and maybe some certain things we said, you know, resonated with you. Maybe there's things that you want to do differently um, that you see differently. We'd love to hear your feedback. Um, for those of you that aren't signed up to our email list, uh, we send out our podcast every week. You can go uh, to thrivingonpurpose.com and sign up to, to be part of our email list where we send you our top nuggets and our podcasts. We're also, uh, we've also just started uh, the Top Kingdom Growth Group. So if you want to be part of that, you want us um, to, to see us uh, on Facebook, we're part of that group. Uh, we created that group to help you, to teach you about uh, deepening your faith, your walk with God, leadership, and personal growth. So it's really personal development for Christian entrepreneurs. So we'll post a link below from wherever you're tuning in so that you can uh, be part of that group. And whatever you do, keep on dancing. <laughs> <laughs> be blessed. And thrive on. For more free resources and content, make sure to visit thrivingonpurpose.com 